from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast for women on leadership and life skills with Rhea Story. Rhea shares powerful life and leadership principles, helping you maximize your potential and become the woman God created you to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode, Leadership Lessons from a Marathon. Um, I was I was in, Mac and I went to, well, we had a busy week last week. We were speaking in um, Iowa um, on Tuesday of last week. And then on Thursday of last week, we were speaking in Indianapolis. And then on Friday of last week, we flew to Las Vegas and I ran a marathon. And on Saturday of that, of that, of that week. And one of the um, facilitators for one of the events we spoke at was very kind and thoughtful and just sent me an encouraging text message um, right before my marathon and just said, uh, you know, good luck in your race and um, used or, or, or mentioned, made the comment that there probably were a lot of leadership lessons to be learned from a marathon. And I, you know, I had some time obviously to think about that as I was running the next day over 26.2 miles and there are a lot of leadership lessons that we can learn from a marathon. So I wanted to do a podcast on it. I wanted to share some of my, my takeaways on leadership lessons from a marathon and share those with you because I think there were some really good analogies for us as leaders and as women, but, but also really as individuals because it comes down to, you know, leadership, we first... We first have to lead and influence ourselves well in order to be able to influence others. And so leadership really starts with being able to lead and influence and make the right choices myself first. So I wanted to share with you my top seven um, takeaways, leadership lessons um, from last weekend's marathon. And this was not my first marathon. This was probably the, I think it was the seventh marathon I've done. And it was a downhill course, a net downhill course. And so it's much easier to run a little faster downhill, but it was unseasonably warm in Las Vegas last week. And like they were having record high temperatures for this time of the year. And the forecast had not called for um, heat of just such um, unseasonably warm temperatures. And we started off at 5.30 in the morning, so very, very early. And we started off um, at actual Mount Charleston, so running at elevation and running downhill into and towards um, Las Vegas or just out, outside Las Vegas, the outskirts. And, you know, starting at 5.30 in the morning, it was very cool. It was probably 40 or 42 degrees, so that was great. But as we ran, of course, we were descending, so we're getting um, – you know, closer to sea level, which made it warmer. And once the sun came up at about six o'clock in the morning, the day started heating up. And so the temperature by the time we finished or by the time I finished was 82 degrees at the finish line. And it was one of the toughest um, races I've ever done in terms of the heat and, you know, just the conditions of, of getting dehydrated and it's just so incredibly hot and your body is, is working hard anyway. So overheating, 
But, and so therefore I had a lot of time to think about leadership lessons and, and leadership lessons. And what I've learned about myself as I run marathons, you know, I, I like to pick a challenging goal for myself because it gives me something to train for and work towards. But it also, you know, it's not just about the goal itself. When we set a, a big goal like that, it's also about who we become in search of the goal, on the way to the goal. And that's what I really like about something like a marathon is, you know, I physically have to, you know, train and make a lot of healthy decisions that way, but it's also mental. Um, it's far more mental discipline. And when we create discipline in one area of our life, it carries over into other discipline uh, areas of our life. So here we go. Top seven. Number one, um, number one leadership lesson learned from a marathon is, you know, when you're running a race like that or, or stretching or pushing yourself, number one thing you cannot do is complain. You know, I, I heard so many people as I was running and they were complaining about the heat and no doubt it was hot and, and, you know, there's a difference in making a comment about the heat and, and just downright complaining about it. And, um, you know, I, what I've learned is that successful people um, don't complain. You know, they don't focus their energy on complaining about something that they cannot control. Now, there's no doubt it was terribly hot and um, it, the heat affected us all, uh, I think. And, you know, I'd run through the water, the aid stations, and I'd get a cup of water to drink and a cup of water to dump on my head. But but once I've done everything I can to, to cool down there, then I've got to just keep running. And successful people don't complain. So they just keep on going. Don't, don't spend energy on complaining about something and being negative. So number two, successful people, uh, when they're striving towards a goal, they, they don't make excuses. You know, it was... Not the time I did finish the race, and it wasn't the time that I had hoped for, and, and certainly wasn't um, as good as I could have done. But you know, we cannot make excuses. Leaders cannot make excuses. Um, you know about the things that we cannot control. We cannot. You know, it's so easy to say, "Well, gosh, if if it hadn't been hot, then I would have done a whole lot better." And and that may be true, but. But don't focus our energy on making excuses uh, for why we didn't do the best that we could. You know, if you gave 100%, then that's all you could do. And if you feel like you didn't, then don't make excuses for, for something else or someone else. Um, I call it the victim mindset, and I know I've talked about that in previous episodes. But number three, successful people, successful leaders don't always listen to others. And, you know, there again, I, as I was passing people and it was hot, there were people, you know, just sitting down on the curb to rest and, and that's okay. But, you know, I knew that I couldn't, I couldn't let my mindset be affected by that. And so I just really knew that that was a time when I needed to tune out um, the other people who thought they couldn't do it or didn't want to do it or thought it was too hot. Um, you know, and, and there's a difference there between listening to what you need to and taking advice or listening to appropriate um, wisdom from a mentor but don't listen to just everybody simply because they're talking. And I think as leaders, as women, that's where we get caught up a lot of times in negative energy of other people. 
so there's a time, you know, there's a time as leaders um, and as, as individuals that we don't need to listen to other people. And, um, you know, I just say, be careful where you get your advice from. There's certainly a time when we can value and, and seek input from people, but make sure that it's the right people. Make sure that it's the right people. I think that's the key. Number four, um, don't lose focus. That was a, a key thing. And, you know, it's um, not just focusing on the goal, but focusing on the milestone. You know, don't get distracted about the overall goal because, you know, I'll tell you about mile 21 when I really felt like my energy was um, slowing down and it was it was just so incredibly hot. It was so easy to focus on the next five miles and think, I cannot do that, but I could focus on the next aid station. And so really, I just, that was what I did. I said, every aid station, what I'm looking for is just make it to the next aid station. So don't lose focus of the, of the moments. Um, and Mac loves to say that don't focus on the mountain, focus on the moments. And I think that's really good advice, you know, as leaders, um, we often get distracted by the big goal, but it can be overwhelming. So focus on the moments, because if you conquer the moments, you'll climb the mountain. Um, the next one, don't worry. Um, successful leaders and successful individuals don't spend their time worrying about things they cannot control. Um, and that's, that's key, you know, as we are using our mental energy because so much of what we do in life is mental. Um, and we cannot, we cannot afford to, to lose momentum sometimes by, um, worrying about things we cannot control or creating fear in our mind. And, you know, fear is created in our mind. There's no doubt that we create, um, fear. And most of what we're afraid of doesn't even happen. And so, you know, it's, it's so intimidating, but it's so easy to do. But, you know, as I was getting ready to the, um, go to start the race and, and it's, I'm thinking about the next, you know, three and a half to four hours. And it's so easy to be worried about, well, what if I don't feel as good as I want to? What if I don't have a good race? What if the weather's too hot? You know, what if, what if, what if, but don't worry about that. Successful leaders don't worry. You know, they just, those cares and concerns may pop up in your brain. You just push them to the side and, and there again, most of this is, is mental. It's more mental really than it is physical. Um, number six, successful leaders don't worry about making mistakes. You know, when you're taking on a big goal, the, the first and most important lesson is just get started. Just take action just take the first few steps forward. Don't worry about it being perfect. And, you know, for me, that was true because as I started to run the, the first mile, I, I ran the first mile um, slower than uh, my goal pace. But I knew that just get going and get that first mile and the next mile comes easier and the next mile. But so much of the time we are, we won't take action because we're afraid of having it right or having it perfect or, you know, doing the best job. And that's, you know, most of the time the first time we do anything it's not our best attempt but but don't worry about that don't worry about making mistakes just take action just get started just do something and you'll find it's much easier to keep momentum going um, after that and then last but not least don't quit don't quit leaders don't quit and I tell you it was um, you know it's always tempting when I'm running a marathon and you get to the last few miles and you're, you're tired and you're, you know, you're worn out and it's so tempting to just say, well, gosh, if I could just, if I could just stop here, this would be good enough, wouldn't it? 
But that's where the discipline comes in. And I think as leaders, that's important. When we have cast a vision, whether it's a vision for our company and organization or a vision for our family to eat healthy, you know, we might we might fall back or, or sidestep or take a detour, but don't quit. Don't quit. That's the key thing there. Because it's we may make mistakes, we may consider it a failure, but it's only failure when we quit trying, much like we've learned to walk. And I think I've shared that analogy with you before, but successful leaders don't quit. At mile 25.5, when that last half mile point two um, is is the, the most difficult, but we don't give up. And, and, you know, really success most of the time is on the other side of what we're pushing through most of the time. Where, wherever it gets toughest or most difficult, if we continue to push forward through that, we find that success is on the other side of that. So until next time. Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks. Available at audible.com, amazon.com, and iBooks. Please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Ria's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.